The end is near. Yeah, you heard me right. The end is near. That's the predominant message that's been associated with the church in the last, I would say, maybe 50 years. That's the message most closely associated with Christians. The end is near. That, that's the idea most closely connected to what most people think Christianity is all about. In fact, that might be what you expected to hear when you showed up at the summit or you joined us online. Is that, yeah, they're just going to tell us how bad it is out there, that things are bad and it's getting worse. Doom and gloom, gloom and doom, doom and gloom. That's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that that message has risen to the surface and connected itself to church, to Christians, to Christianity, to what Jesus is about. You know why that's sad? Do you know why that's unfortunate? It's because that is not what Jesus' predominant message was. It was not what Jesus' predominant message was when he was on the earth, and that is not what the resurrection teaches us. It actually teaches us the opposite. And what Jesus was about was the opposite. The beginning is near. The beginning, not the end, the beginning is near. Jesus' message was a message of hope. When Jesus was teaching, he taught of a new kingdom that was coming and in many ways was already here. He talked of a new command of love that would absolutely revolutionize the world and change people from the inside out. And he talked about new life that would bring people literally to a point of new beginning in their lives. No, 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 not the end is near. The beginning is near. This is not some kind of wishful thinking or blind optimism. This is simply the message of Jesus and how God works in the world and how God works in our lives. Let's look at it together. Here, here's another way. Here, here's another way to help us understand what Jesus was about, what, what the resurrection teaches us and helping us understand that it's about the beginning, it's not about the end. Just when things look like they're falling apart, they might just be coming together. That's the message of the resurrection. That's the message of Jesus, is just when things look like, or feel like, or seem like, they're falling apart. Just coming together. Resurrection is built on the premise that it's not over, even when it looks like it, feels like it, and when everybody else has told you. You'll see, resurrection communicates a different message. Not so fast, not so fast. If you go back 2,000 years to that first Easter weekend, it certainly looked like and felt like, and the word on the street was, it had all fallen apart. Jesus had been crucified. He's dead. And they buried him. His followers were discouraged. Many of them in hiding, fearing their own lives were at stake because they had followed him. There was a presumptuous enemy. The religious leaders of the day, both Roman and Jewish, 
felt like they had snuffed out this Jesus movement, that they had put Jesus down once and for all. And we don't have to worry with Jesus anymore, claiming to be God in flesh and bone, the Son of God and Savior of the world and all this stuff. And they just presumed they had won. And the dismissive bystanders that were looking on, probably assuming just what a sad, sad string of events that they had just witnessed. That Jesus, he was, he meant well, he was a good man. Too bad what happened to him, you know? Did you hear about that crucifixion? Yeah, yeah, I walked by, I saw it, it was bad. It was, it was just unfortunate. And everybody was about to start moving on with their lives and moving on in the world. It had all fallen apart. But then, very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, and I think it's amazing that the actual sunrise was the cue, the intro, the prelude to the S-O-N, the sun rising. We'll get back to that in a minute. But just after sunrise, a group of women were on their way to the tomb to anoint Jesus's body with spices and perfume and oils, they, uh, essential oils, I guess, and, and things like that. That was, um, that was their custom back then. That's how they honored the dead. That, that's how they showed love and care and concern for someone that had died. It meant so much to them. And they were having a conversation about how they were going to get into the body of Jesus because there was this large stone that had been rolled over the entrance of the tomb. Watch this. When they looked up, they saw that that stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. So they go inside. And when they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. You think? <laughs> right? We just kind of read that and go, no, I mean, this is freaking out stuff. I don't know. I think people assume that maybe um, in Bible times, people saw angels all the time. Like they'd come home from work. Yeah, I saw four today. How about you? Not only two. Oh, better luck next month. You know, no, no, it's just freaking out. Are you kidding me? And, and the angel, angel knew it. So the angel said, don't be alarmed. Calm down, calm down, settle down, ladies. You're looking for Jesus the Nazarene who was crucified. He is risen. He's not here. See the place where they laid him? And oh, I hope that they videotaped that next part as a show and tell moment led by an angel. Like, see, they laid him here. Here, is, here are his grave clothes, and they're all folded up neatly because he left the place pristine when he checked out a few minutes ago. Oh, what an amazing thing. Something that no body expected. In fact, I love how Andy Stanley, a pastor in Atlanta, says it like this, on resurrection morning, nobody expected nobody. Isn't that great? Nobody expected nobody. No, there were no group of people at the tomb. Nobody gathered around the tomb, you know, with a countdown. Ten, nine, eight, cue the sun, seven, six. No, nobody knew. Amazing. Just when things looked like they were falling apart, as the sun was rising, the S-O-N sun arose. I love that. But it's not just an event. The resurrection is not just a one-time event in history that we look back on and we celebrate. And Easter, no, it is something so much bigger than that, and we are still cluing into how big it is. The resurrection is not just a one-time event. It actually 
has so much to do with who Jesus is and how he works. Let me show you. Back up a few months, Jesus was having a conversation with one of his followers, a woman named Martha, who was heartbroken over the death of her brother, Lazarus. And this was very near and dear to Jesus' heart because he was close to this family. Jesus said something to Martha that helps us clue in to the fact that resurrection is so much more than an event. It's so much more than a dead person coming out of the grave that we celebrate on Easter. Watch what Jesus said to Martha. I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me or trusts in me or is connected to me will live even though they die. What? He said, I am the resurrection. He didn't just say, I do resurrection. Resurrection is in my arsenal and the tool belt that I have as God in flesh and bone, stuff I can do. No, he, he went a step further. It's not just, I do resurrection, and he certainly did, because just a few minutes after this, he spoke to Lazarus, and Lazarus came out of the grave. Woo! Man, amazing. He said, I am resurrection. And Martha, when you get connected to me, when you trust in me, you put your belief and hope in me, you get in on this resurrection thing, and you begin to experience what resurrection is all about. And it's not just about information. It's about ongoing transformation. Resurrection is so much more than just a one-time climactic victorious event that we celebrate on Easter. No, it is how God works. It is the new beginning in us. And resurrection is bigger than just Easter. Let's say it like this. Resurrection is all around us. Resurrection is actually in us. It's all around us. It's actually in us. The idea, the hope, the promise of resurrection is seen all around us. It's seen in nature. It's seen in circumstances. And it's seen in how God works in people's lives. It's actually... If you can think of it this way, resurrection, so much more than an event, is actually woven into the DNA of how God works in the world and actually put into the DNA of how God works in people's lives. And reminders of this are everywhere. Evidence of the resurrection, the hint of resurrection is all around us and in us. Let's just start with nature. Okay, we know this. The seasons, the seasons we celebrate. You know, we know them summer, fall, winter, spring, summer, fall, winter, spring. We know what happens in the fall and the winter, right? In the fall and the winter, we see the dying back of things. They fall, leaves fall, things die back and they go away and it's kind of cold and barren and desolate. But then what happens in the spring? In the spring, we see buds and blooms and sprouts and new growth and new life. What does that look like? What is that about? It's just a hint of, hey, that's about resurrection. It's even there. It's even there. We see it in the circle of life. You know the circle of life. It's kind of gross, but it's, it's life. It's how it works. Things die and decay, and they kind of decay into the ground, right? And it becomes fertilizer, feeding other things to come along and feed on that, and then they get life from it. When you look at nature, it's, it's even in a simple thing of planting a seed. You take a seed, 
that is basically dead, right? And you bury it. We actually bury it in the ground and cover it up. Where have we seen this before? Where, what is that? We think we've been, we've been here before. Yeah, it's a hint. It's a hint of resurrection because we know what happens next. It sprouts. Life comes out of the ground and produces so many more seeds that we can plant and bury them in the ground. And they produce so many more seeds and on and on it goes. I'm telling you, resurrection is all around us if you just see it. It's in nature and it's in circumstances. You know this. Your life tells you this. We know this. We experience this. We all know and have had circumstances in our lives, and it's a part of all of our stories where we've had situations die and change and go away, and moments die and change and go away, jobs die and go away, finances die and go away, relationships die and decay and seem to wither away, circumstances that just disintegrate and literally fall apart. You know what that's like. It's a part of your story. But don't we also know that in those moments, often we get new opportunities. New things happen. We get, we get new experiences that we would have never had had that not happened. And new jobs that we would have never had had that job not fallen through. And we would have never applied for this job. And, and conversations that we would have never had had that not happened. And I had never walked into that store. And had this not happened, I would have. And we say it like that. We say this. We tell our stories and we describe the negative things that happen, those things and circumstances that die and fall away, and we say, you know what? Had it not been for that, I would have never experienced this. And we even go so far as to say, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. What is that? I'll tell you what it is. It's resurrection. The hints of resurrection, it's bigger than just an event. It's in the DNA of life. It's in the DNA of how God works in the world and how God works in us. Because if you really want to see the hints of, resur of resurrection, all you got to do is look at people. All you got to do is look in our own lives, look in the mirror. I mean, how God literally transforms people from the inside out. Living dead lives, dying, decaying lives, so messed up with sin and shame and guilt and, oh, I'll never measure up and God will never accept me and I'll never be good enough. And then we get a glimpse of Jesus on the cross and we understand what Jesus did for us and his death and his burial. And thank God, his resurrection makes it possible for us to experience literally new life. What Jesus told Martha is true. Hey, Martha, you get connected to me. You believe in me. You trust in me. And you get in on this resurrection thing. And it's bigger than just me coming back from the dead. It's about this new beginning in your life. In your life, just when things look like they're falling apart, they just might be coming together. Hey, doesn't this give us a new perspective on pain? Doesn't this give us a new perspective on loss? Because see, I know what pain is. You know what pain is. We've all been through pain. There's no need for us to compare our pain. Pain is pain. We have different experiences with pain, but we all know what it means to hurt. But it gives us such a bigger picture to pain. So what do you mean? Well, here's what I mean. 
We celebrate the resurrection, right? But the resurrection is only possible because of a crucifixion. The pain. There is no rising without a death. And so that gives us a whole new perspective on pain and loss and the difficult things and when things begin to fall apart. And it looks like it and it feels like it and actually other people are saying, yeah, that don't look good. That you're actually in a good place there because you're prime and ready for a resurrection. For God to be able to begin to do something new, a new beginning in your life in that situation. Resurrection helps us understand the difference between the immediate and the ultimate. In the immediate, there could be pain and and loss and, and hurt and confusion, but ultimately, God's not done yet. Ultimately, there's going to be a new beginning. That's what the message of resurrection tells us. Now, the waiting is hard, I will tell you that. That waiting between the immediate and the ultimate, that waiting between things looking like and feeling like they're falling apart and, and, and waiting for God to begin to pull them together and then come together into that new beginning, the waiting could be hard. I mean, if you were to take a seed and bury it into the ground and pull up a lawn chair and sit there and wait, and you're going you're gonna to be there. What seems like... A very, very long time. But we know, we know, we know how this works. We plant the seed and we leave it and we let it do its thing and we go on with our lives and we just know what's going to happen. We know what's going to happen. It's going to come out of the ground. That's how God works and the waiting is worth it. I, I don't know what's falling apart in your life. I don't know what looks like it's falling apart, feels like it's falling apart or what everybody else has been telling you. It's falling apart. Maybe your marriage. People say this all the time about their marriage. My marriage is actually falling apart. You're actually in a good place there. Okay? Because you're ready. And you're right on the edge. And right on the verge of beginning to experience a new beginning. In that marriage. In your marriage. God can do that for you too. Maybe it's a relationship with a child. Uh, maybe it's a career. Falling apart. Finances. Falling apart. I mean, 2020 was horrible for you. You're so sick and tired of hearing about how, hey, we actually did pretty good through the pandemic. We actually did okay. We actually did better than most. Okay, well, that's great. Great for you, but I'm barely hanging on here. Yeah, you're actually in a place where God very well may be preparing you for a rising, a new beginning. Not the end, but something new, new life. Maybe your plans and goals and dreams of life, you've just been falling apart. And we say this, we say, I never thought my life would go in this direction. I thought, and I planned, and I hoped, but I never saw myself here. I never dreamed that this would be my life, and I never dreamed that this would be happening to me, and here I am. If that's where you find yourself, know this. You should be encouraged because hints of the resurrection are all around us and even in us. Teaching us not that the end is near, but the beginning is near. That was Jesus' predominant message. That's what he wanted people to know. Now, does it mean we won't have pain? No. Does it mean we won't have loss? No. Some of you are there right now. 
but it just means you're in prime situation because there's no resurrection without a crucifixion. There's no rising without a death. Yeah, what you're experiencing is immediate, but it is not ultimate. Ultimately, evil and sin will not triumph. Ultimately, death and destruction will never, ever have the final say. Why? Because God is a God of new beginnings, of new starts, of new chances. This is a hope that helps us. This is a hope that actually is beyond wishful thinking. It's beyond optimism. It is true. It is reality. Just when things look like they're falling apart, they're coming together. You want proof? The tomb is empty. The resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's bigger than an event, though. It's who he is, and it's how he works in the world. It's how he works in your world, in your life. And, and there's reminders everywhere, everywhere, hints of the resurrection all over. You just got to look. You just got to look. They're everywhere, reminding us that the beginning is near. Did you know? Did you know that the sun is rising somewhere on the earth at all times? I mean, we technically know this. But we don't really think about it. I want you to think about it with me a minute. The sun is rising. The prelude to the resurrection, right? The, the, um, the cue to what Jesus did. Okay, the sun is rising on the earth somewhere at all times, even in this moment. Like right now, the sun is rising over Alaska. In this moment. You know what that teaches us? That teaches us so much because somewhere on the earth at all times, a new day is dawning. A new day with new opportunities. Think about that. Think about it. Here comes the sun. 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 And I say, it's all right. It's all right. That's what you need to know. That's what you need to hear. I don't know if anyone's ever told you this because I know when you get around church and, and, and Christians, and a lot of times the message is, it's bad, it's the end, and it's just hang on, it's, it's just bad out there, and just do the best you can. No, 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 here's what you need to know. Maybe no one's ever told you this before, but I want you to hear it, here, right now. It's all right. And you're gonna be all right. It's all right. And you're gonna be all right. That's what the resurrection tells us and shows us. Then it may not feel all right, and that's okay, because sometimes life doesn't. And it may not look all right, and that's okay, because sometimes life doesn't. And sometimes people say, no, 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 it's all, it's all falling apart, and sometimes it sure, certainly seems that way. But the truth is, it's all right. 
let me just take it all the way. What's the worst thing that can happen to you? If your life is falling apart, if things are falling apart, what's the absolute worst thing, right? It kills you? Hey, we're talking about resurrection here. It's the kryptonite to death. It's the antithesis of death. We're talking about resurrection. It's called everlasting life, eternal life for a reason because death can't kill it. Even in your life right now, in your life right now, there are hints of resurrection telling you that the beginning is near. Because of Jesus, the beginning is near. So believe it. Believe it. And here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. Little darling, the smiles return into your faces. Little darling, the smiles return into your faces. Here comes the sun. Our Father, we proclaim because of you, because of Jesus, that it's all right. And we're going to be all right through Jesus, through faith in him, through trust in him. So may we trust him. We are surrounded with situations that seem to be falling apart. It looks like it. It feels like it. People tell us. And we don't understand and we have so many questions and we experience pain and loss and suffering and grief. But we thank you for the hope of the resurrection. That is not the end is near. No, your message was the opposite. The beginning is near. And things are just coming together. And may we see resurrection all around us. May we see it in nature and in circumstances and help us to look in the mirror and see how you work within us bringing new life to dead things. Because of Jesus, we believe that it's all right because our Savior is alive and we thank you for the hope of the resurrection around us and in us. And we celebrate that. May we know that is real. May we sense that is real. May we experience that that is real because it certainly is real. And we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.